1: all right welcome back everybody it's another episode of unrefined bj is my name with me as always is mitra and uh we're ready to go i don't know what just happened there Mitra, dropped something Did you drop something, you what? Drop something? what happened
2: no, i i put my phone down because i'm oh. trying to be, oh. be conspicuous and perfect. then you call me out on it and that's my well, son you because know? he has to like he's got some sixth sense he's like mom's ready. perfect let That's me, great. Let me text her. He
1: yeah. just wants to know that you're okay. That's all. That's all it is. But welcome, everybody. It's episode number 86 of Unrefined. And as you can tell, we are. And that is what's great. And that is what's great about this. Um, if you head over to the description of this show, you can get to all of our links. All of our socials are there. Everything is there for you, including some of our sponsor links and stuff like that, too. So go give us a follow on Instagram. But uh, we are diving in once again this week to another episode urban legends episode as that series continues on and today is an uber focused episode guys uber focused on chicago and the state of illinois and to help us with that is our friend who is from the great city of chicago dr kellen Terrett.
3: how's it going everyone happy to be here happy to be Drinking beers with my friends here. This is what we do. We drink some mascalacholi. We right. eat some some deep dish pizza. We cheer for the Sacks and the Bulls. <laughs> this it. is a, This is wonderful being here with you both.
1: What is now that's, not that's because... my that's my terrible Chicago accent. I thought it was mind. great. I thought it was great. It was awesome. We actually got to go. Like mm-hmm. so, if you guys were listening to an earlier episode that we had done when we were in Chicago, we were there visiting Kellen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made us pancakes. By the way, yes. Everybody. Yeah. and it was great <laughs> and super important part of the story it's super important and we went to a Chicago Cubs game and yeah, that... I ate way too much Chicago food
3: and I, 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 BJ I'll be honest I don't think you ate enough that's I, what you I, kept I, saying I, the whole time i was like this is not enough man like yeah. you guys were here for such a short amount of time no. yeah. there's so much great food in chicago chicago is one of the yeah. best food cities in america i agree and it's there's there's never there's never enough time for the amount of mm-hmm. that i want to i want to give people
2: Well, we're going to have to visit again then.
1: Exactly. We'll have to go back to Chicago. Absolutely. But that brings me to a wonderful opportunity for the listeners of Unrefined. Head over to our Instagram page right now. You'll see the post there. Tastes of Chicago has given us a really cool opportunity because they're giving you guys a chance to win two Lou Malnati's pizzas. All you have to do Mm. is go over to our Instagram page, comment pizza. And you have a chance to win. We will draw a random winner and we'll let you know when that happens. But right now, do that. Like Chicago, like Helen said, one of the best food cities in America. I agree. I'm Mm -hmm. in New York. I do not understand people in New York who are constantly... Just taking a dump on Chicago style pizza because it's
3: delicious, guys. I'm it so is delicious. delicious. It's delicious. It now, now here's the thing: New York style pizza, Chicago style pizza, every every country, yeah. every city, every state has a different style pizza, right? right? What New York and Chicago need to agree on is that sure there's a feud between them, but it's better for us to shit on Cleveland pizza and St. Louis pizza. That's true trash pizza, right? <laughs> St. Louis, like, is that
1: like super thin cracker?
2: That's crust? the super
3: thin crust and it's okay. got like a different weird I, sort of I cheese. Like, I like the saltine <laughs>
2: with does. like sauce and cheese. Oh, oh no,
3: no, no, no. That's not pizza, right? If people are gonna Maybe get she... up in arms about Chicago's Deep yeah. juice pizza, it's like, hey, let's go after let's go after Cleveland, let's go after yeah. St. Louis, let's yeah. go after Baltimore. They make shitty, shitty pizza
1: i don't even know what cleveland style pizza is is it just like a gray pizza that's kind of depressing i mean it's got beans
3: on it and and like little cotton swabs so good
1: sounds so good and a a lebron james something or other exactly something some some kind of lebron james thing Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Well, anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening in. If you do want to win those pizzas, which I believe Callen, Lou Malnati oh, is your Lou's. favorite, yeah. right? If, I, if
3: I'm going with the big three, if it's yeah. if it's Giordano's, Pizzeria Uno, or Lou's, Lou's is the best. Lose is the best crust. It's got the best sauce. I'm telling you folks, comments. And and again, having a Lou Malnati's pizza shipped mm-hmm. to you, you're going to be the talk of the town wherever you are.
1: You also get to select your own toppings for these pizzas. Oh people. So Kellen, what would, what's the signature Chicago you get, pie?
3: You get the Chicago pie. That's going to be peppers, onions, and sausage.
1: Okay. Nice. That sounds good to me. I mean, I would eat that every day of my life if I could, if I wouldn't die. Did would you
2: say no to a pizza, BJ?
3: No.
1: Yeah. Of course not. <laughs>
3: We're talking about pizza right now. I'm literally wondering, like, gosh, there's a couple of pizza places that are open right now. When we're done here, I might walk and just go get a slice. You might as well. Are you You getting
1: a slice in Chicago? Is that getting a slice of deep dish?
3: Is that what it would be? Oh yeah, you can still do that. You can easily walk out with a slice of deep dish.
1: Okay. Right, now, I was wondering. Now you to
3: no, right? you, are not gonna walk around it like a New York eating it with your hands. No, no you're gonna have you a fork can't. and a plate and eat
1: yeah, it that way. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good though. Like I don't know. It's so I it's good. I'm 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 a big fan of of the deep dish pizza. So guys, go over to our page, enter for a chance to win this, and you will not be sorry. So We've, right. either,
3: we've either won over a bunch of your audience members or completely alienated them. And either way i so. It doesn't
1: matter. It's fine. Right. It's totally fine. Um, a, a lot of our listenership, oddly enough, is in Texas, so they may oh. not know what pizza is anyway. So what?
3: Very possible. Yeah, we don't
1: know what <laughs> pizza saying. is. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> they Where just your, got they just got little Caesars.
1: Right. What oh, is your God. go-to pizza place, Mitra?
3: Tombstone, right?
1: Dominoes. I don't have (laughs) dominoes. You guys, listen. Kellen and I can have like pizza places and stuff. That if anybody wants to go for tacos, you have to go to San Antonio. Exactly. We can't get that here. So you are fortunate to have that in your neck of the woods. We are fortunate enough to have all this other stuff. So, but anyway, all of us are together. Our wonderful casserole people. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all we have to say. Um, So anyway, we're talking urban legends. We're talking. Are we talk- We're we talking Chicago right now, yeah. and there are some really good urban legends about Chicago that Mitra has put together for us, and uh, Mitra, what do you have for us first?
2: So, here's a great one. So, we're going to do Illinois, but we're going to focus on Chicago mm-hmm. for sure. a few of these urban legends. So, the first one I have is Homie the Clown, Chicago, 1991. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. if okay. people remember, Homie the Clown is mm-hmm. from In Living Color, right? Uh, Homie, don't play Wayans. that exactly. Damon <laughs> Wayne's played the character. So, in 1991, uh, there were sightings of a man dressed as Homie the Clown driving a white van because that's the creepy van you're supposed to drive. True, he was said to lure children to his van so he could kidnap and then kill them. Oh. So, there was an article in the Chicago Tribune. That said the police were taking the clown sighting seriously and they described homie the clown as being 5'11", 175 pounds. He's driving this van and the the van, on the side of the van, there are words, ha ha, apparently on it. <laughs> is it because... the Joker? <laughs> exactly. It's oh, exactly. like a Batman
1: villain right there. <laughs> I
2: know, right? I'm like, is, that's, a, that's a little obvious. It's a little on the nose Yeah, there. that's funny. So uh, apparently a lot of children were reportedly seeing this clown and they were scared to walk home from school and they were scared to play outside. Mm -hmm. And they believe, like some people believe that the sightings were probably real, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't related to any of the missing children. There was like no missing children related to it, but it was probably like one guy at first that was just seen. And then after it starts getting reported, there's just copycats doing it basically just to scare people, and it was also at Halloween time, so this this became like some elaborate prank. But then there were some sightings like not that long ago too, but they were like kind of like across all the U.S. with the clown sightings, because... There's nothing scarier than a clown.
1: But th- no, no, there's not. Um, that reminds no. me. Well, so we were walking on the outside of the Alamo recently, and there was a uh, oh, person. Yeah. This was so creepy, Kellen. There was a guy sitting there, and I thought it was a statue, and Misha yeah, thought both, it was a statue. We both did. As it from the new movie It. Pennywise. Um, yeah. Pennywise, Pennywise yeah. right? Sitting on the bench outside of this like wax. It's like a wax museum you could go into or yeah. something like that. And uh and Dimitri was like, oh, look, that guy is, uh, that's a cool Pennywise statue they have outside. Must I be thought like, it was what? a wax statue. Right, it like must be a new wax museum statue. And as we walk by, his eyes shift and he looked at us and waved. And I was like, nope, keep going, keep going. We're going to get murdered I right now. you took
2: pictures of him.
1: Oh yeah, because I thought it was a statue. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. God, Absolutely it was terrifying. terrifying. God, I mean, it's like a, you think about like the that area down there where it's all touristy and everything. And there's mm-hmm. people walking around with their kids and they have somebody just as Pennywise
3: out, like no thank I you. don't understand. We that's a whole nother episode, but the whole clown thing. Mm. I don't understand like why some kids are really like drawn towards Pennywise, yeah. and it's just very, very strange. Why some I, kids I, are
1: drawn to it and some kids are terrified of
3: yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. it's
2: terrifying looking. Right. Well, the new Pennywise is terrifying looking. Yeah. Old Pennywise, the whole thing was he looks like a normal clown. Right, and, yeah, exactly. But he's evil, and that's what was terrifying, that he didn't look crazy, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Meeker, yeah. I, I wonder especially with the homie the clown thing because I remember when I came here I got really fascinated with Chicago serial killers and got into like John Wayne Gacy and I, yeah. I imagine clowns in the Chicagoland area are a little notorious that way because of Gacy yeah. and being patches well, that way You know, yeah.
2: yeah there was some articles about clowns that were working in the area at the time that they like were basically being discriminated against. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what about clown rights? I was like, are you kidding me? Like, they were legit. What about like, clown rights? Yeah, legit. And they were like, we're being pulled over in our cars and asked questions and stuff. I'm like, you're just driving your car in full clown makeup? That's just weird. Like hey, One you know what?
3: clown murders a bunch of kids in his basement <laughs> and it ruins it for everyone right i know Um, it
1: doesn't it doesn't take much guys it doesn't take much that's awful that's terrible so it wasn't also i don't know why they're calling it homie the clown because i'm pretty sure damon waynes is much taller than 511 is he i don't know he seems like a pretty tall guy i i I assume so whenever i saw him unless everybody else on in living color was much much shorter
2: than he was jim carrey's pretty tall so i don't know
1: yeah that's true so well, whatever. I nice try. I had okay. heard
3: say. about I had heard about the homie the clown um, again, like you know, white van. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Why no. is it always
2: a white van?
3: Because they're easy, right? Because it's, it's it's easy, right?
1: It's harder to write "ha ha" on the side
3: of a different color van. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well,
2: no, like why do like the the kidnappers and serial killers are, like always driving the white van? I guess it's, it's like, probably so not because they
3: throw you in. Uh, yeah, I think it's a government van. It's just like I mean, that's
2: like, but everybody knows that's like the rape van. Like, so no. why are you driving the rape van? I don't know.
1: I don't know it's a good question we'll have to ask someone if anybody is a clown that's killed anybody and wants to come on our show let me know Mm -hmm. unrefined show (laughs) gmail.com we happen to talk to you and send you to the authorities so we're talking urban legends in chicago our friend kellen has joined us uh you may know him from his roles in various movies like the scarlet pirate and civil hoax so if you would like (laughs) to check, stream if you want to stream them you could go stream them. The you are listed as a
2: movie is yeah. really good. Really hilarious. Like yeah. it's like, you almost want to believe it. And it's like <laughs> yeah. a little disturbing. And I think like, I almost think like in a few years, it might
1: actually be true. Like that's you what's could, scary. You do a sequel to that about like COVID and stuff.
3: I, yeah. I, I'm not going to spoil it but there, we are all in the works of writing a sequel to The Civil Hoax that's right oh, because God, we, awesome. the reality so The Civil Hoax folks if, you, if, if you're not familiar with it mm-hmm. uh, is this idea of civil war denier Right, a bunch yeah. of people who believed that the Civil War didn't happen, or if it did happen, it was actually about aliens and humans fighting. Like it, it's it's yeah. just it's a really well done documentary that that I did with some friends. This is before Trump was president. This was this is a small group of Chicago performers and comedians who just wanted to make something silly, and it you know you make a movie. And it takes a little while for it to get put out because again, we're not getting paid for this. It's just a labor of love. And then yeah. it came out right as Trump was getting elected. It, it, you know, it's, it's won a bunch of, of great little independent film awards. Uh, John Silver, who's the director and one of the writers on it did a really great job. And. You know, we all felt it was very prescient and it continues to really resonate. Um, and there's a lot many of us have gotten back together and say, well, we should do something else that feels very similar, but it's it's one of those things where it's hard to kind of capture lightning in the bottle twice. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. It's a great group of people. It's a really, really fun group of people to work with. So, and then we went and we decided to make a movie about pirates because why not? That's, and we made not? a movie about pirates. We started that filming right before COVID happened. And that entire movie, it's hard to see. It's a movie we had sets built and everything, but that movie was set during COVID. Unless there is two people on camera, there's no one else on set. And That's so it's crazy. a really fun experience to film this whole movie, which is about an ensemble cast working on this pirate ship. And none of us were ever in the same room together because we had to make sure that things were really, really tight. That's great. crazy. That yeah. is crazy. You
1: guys can stream those movies. I believe that they're available on, it on Amazon Prime. Prime. Yeah. yeah. So you can yeah. go do that.
3: That's where check I them out. Them. They're, so very they're very fun. Yes, they
1: definitely are. check them out. You're listed as an actress on IMDb, Kellen. I don't know yeah. if you knew that. Yeah. Okay. No, that's,
3: that's, that's intentional. I Okay. I do that
1: intentional. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm is just, that I, from your drag queen days? Mm, the unrefined things. listeners are learning so much about you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitra, what is our next urban legend? Okay, this
2: one's more like a true crime. Okay. So in the late 1800s, Adolf Lutger, aka the Sausage King of Chicago, mm. um, he was an owner and he was the owner of a successful sausage factory. So his first wife dies and he remarries his second wife, Louisa, just two months later.
1: Oh, Something so, fishy going on there. Yeah,
2: not suspicious at all. No. So his second wife, Louisa, goes missing in 1890, Say. 1897 okay. Adolf tells police she ran away with another man but the watchman at, who worked at the sausage factory saw Adolf and Louisa enter the building the night she went missing mm-hmm. their house is on the same property as the factory like back then you would build your house and the factory everything was like kind of right there in the same area
1: yeah
2: so the police search the factory building and they find two of Louisa's rings with her initials engraved on them ll in the furnace along with some bone fragments so basically Adolf had dissolved his wife's body in a sausage vat took out the remains that didn't go completely dissolved and then like burned them in the furnace so like these were bones teeth the skull the rings they were all there in the furnace
1: is like is do people think that she was in the sausage
2: well i believe at that time his business was having a problem and the factory was actually not in working at the time okay so Adolf was ultimately convicted of her murder uh he went to there is a huge bug on my screen i know it's like totally distracting <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, but we, can see, no, we okay. can
3: see nothing we can see nothing i like nothing at okay. all So there's no bug on your hands. Okay. <laughs> are you sure did you take any
1: did you take anything
2: before this i I ate (laughs) a questionable sausage tastes (laughs) so funny
1: yeah yeah
2: Yeah. so anyway so immediately after her death louisa's ghost was seen at her home because like i said the factory's next to her house she was seen standing next to the fireplace several times and at the factory and after she died and he went to jail they rented out the house and they like couldn't keep anyone in the house very long
1: Hmm. i wonder Um, why
2: there's mm. condos now the factory was turned into condos and people still claim to see a woman walking around the area and apparently on the day of her Ooh. death is the best time to see her in may
1: no thank so, you i don't want to be the there
2: The 1700 block of west dervisy diversity Parkway. Diversi, yeah. Diversi.
1: Diversi Parkway. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: yeah so that's where the condos are if you want to go
1: yeah I, I know where that, that is, is now those. yeah wow okay wow. yeah if you, Kellen, if you would like to go see a ghost and potentially get some paranormal uh, evidence for us, uh, yeah, it's right there, go ahead, go spook yourself, buddy. That will be really yeah. fun for you. And
3: uh, that's yeah, that's actually not too far away from my favorite bowling alley. That's the Diversity oh, River Bowl, s- which is awesome. We can um, by there. Uh, there's <laughs> a, a, yeah,
2: yes. Old sausage factory.
3: Yeah, yeah, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, that. So that whole area would have been a lot of the cool thing about Chicago is like Chicago, like it's all of these what used to be suburbs and then just like industrial areas that then get turned into neighborhoods, right? Like a great example is like, if you come to Chicago and you go to Lincoln park, Mm -hmm. the the, the band is named after right. Lincoln park used to be an enormous cemetery. And then more and more people started moving North after the fire. And they're like, well, we got to get rid of all these bodies because people want to hang out in this park. And so
2: did they actually move them?
3: They tried to move all of them, but they couldn't. And occasionally what will happen is, like, pre super War remains will yeah. randomly oh, show up. Oh, my
2: gosh. Yeah. yeah. you got to go out there with a metal detector and see if you can oh, find anything. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Lots and lots of stuff. Uh, let's see. Find, they like, did the buttons and stuff off uniforms.
1: Mm-hmm. The they did. They... Did the same thing here where I am, where people started moving further and further into the city of Albany and there's literally plaques like all over that say like this has been an original burial ground and everything. Mm -hmm. And so at Albany rural cemetery which I visited several times all they they have all of these tombstones these very old ones like and they're all up in this special area where they have re interned these bodies and everything um, that were buried like all over the place washington park in albany apparently still has bodies in it because they never moved all of them so i mean it's crazy like Like,
2: poltergeist right they didn't move the bodies.
1: I know. Like, there's no way. Like after I learned that information, the bodies are in that park. Like it totally changed my perspective of like, (laughs) yay, this is where we see the holiday lights and we drive through (laughs) in our car and everything. It's like, woohoo. So dead people. So great. (laughs) I love it. It's so cheerful. Hey guys, it's BJ and I'm taking a quick break from the show to tell you about our friends at VET Clothing. Whether it's recording or going out and exploring a location, we want to be as comfortable as possible and that's why we love VET. Hoodies, pants, t-shirts, sneakers, and more, VET has you covered. Not only will you be comfortable, you'll be wearing the hottest styles. I absolutely love my vet hoodie. If I could live in it, I would. Right now, if you head over to the description of this show and click the vet clothing link, unrefined listeners will get 15% off. That's 15% off. Go to the description, click the vet clothing link, save money. Plus wear some of the most comfortable clothes. Clothes you won't just find hanging out the rack at some store in the mall. Get the best, get vet. Now back to the show
2: so next up we have the devil's gate at libertyville
0: yeah
2: so this is an independence grove forest preserve off of Mm -hmm. river road uh so here's the urban legend in the 1950s an escaped insane asylum patient killed four girls at a camp he decapitates them and mounts their head on the camp's entrance gates some nights the girls ghostly heads can be seen still mounted on the gates
1: oh i thought you were gonna say floating that would have been even more terrifying i think
2: there's different variations of the story like who did the killings Mm -hmm. like sometimes it's a nun or sometimes it's whoever but it's always four girls are killed and their heads are on like spiked on the gates so that's crazy there really was a camp it was in 1925 there was multiple buildings there that served as a summer camp for orphans in front were these large stone black iron gates and in 1982 the lake county forest preserve purchased the land Hmm. all the buildings were torn down but they left the gates up basically making it look like you know some random gates in a forest so of course the stories start to come like where do these gates come from why do they have these gates and everything okay Um, so, uh, some people claim to see blood dripping off these gates, but I'm going to guess that's probably rust. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I there's a, a number <laughs> of things it could have been. It's weird. It's very yeah. weird. Yeah.
2: They see a headless nun, a ghost boy, or phantom screams. Now, I did see that a toddler boy did die, like in some body of water right, right in the preserve. Oh,
1: so, if someone's
2: seeing a ghostly boy, I don't know, it could be related to that. Yeah. And in 2002, a woman's body was found in the preserve and her husband was charged with the murder. So that could also be where some ghostly apparition came from.
1: Uh, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, I mean, that place already, if people are visiting it and they have a preconceived notion of mm-hmm. something has happened here, that negative energy is going to carry no matter what. So like your brain is going to play tricks on you, mm-hmm. you know, anything that you're hearing. I mean, that's why when we've talked to people who are using spirit boxes and stuff, they don't, a lot of people don't trust them because your brain is already trying to hear something. Programmed to hear something. So that's why we've seen uh, people who have come on and talked about doing estus methods instead because they're shut off to that preconceived notion because you don't know what the questions are being asked. But mm-hmm. if you're just wandering in the woods like these random sounds that you hear, I mean, your brain is going to trick you into thinking what it could are- be people screaming? People are hiking in the preserve. They could be it just could be.
2: running and screaming.
3: Yeah, I, and, and BJ, to your point about the Estes method, yes, yeah. but your brain is still open to hearing things, right? Like even yeah. the Estes method is not completely, you know, uh, a foolproof, right? right. I, I think the interesting thing about folklore and the interesting thing about a lot of this is you're, if you're in a wooded area at night, yeah. whether it's a forest preserve or you're out in the middle of the woods, like our brains play tricks on us, right? We're, exactly. we're, we're a culture to believe that being in the woods at night is a scary place and mm-hmm. You know, our brains, because we don't know where we are, we don't know what's going on. It is going to be pulling in this information, and it's going to say we should we should get out of here. I would
2: uh, agree. We were looking for Bigfoot. (laughs) It was scary. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was definitely scary. There was definitely like, "Mm, this is dark. We need to go. Like,
1: like you know, like people see dark, but sometimes like dark is way darker than it seems. When you can't Mm -hmm. see your hand in front of your face, like I mean, that is. Like you are away from all lights. It's cloudy. There's no moonlight. There's no starlight. I assume
2: light. Jason's behind me with a knife. Oh, yeah.
1: Right, I exactly. Assume this. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I... you always assume Jason is behind you with Jason a knife. Jason, right? yeah, right. Of and it would be because you're machete. in the
2: wood. Okay, a machete, but yeah. we're in the woods. That's where he would be in the woods.
1: That's true. But there was no body of water. So I think no the body of water. There. You, you yes. got
3: to be in Camp Crystal Lake if Jason's going to be there. True. Or I know. space. I don't know. Depending I was gonna say he went to watching. space. Goes, <laughs> if you guys ever do an episode on Oregon myths, I have an yeah. Oregon uh a Bigfoot story I would love to tell sometimes.
1: That's so. right. Well, because so Kellen lives in Chicago currently, he has for a number of years, but he is yeah. from Oregon originally,
3: yeah. so
0: he's wow. our
1: go-to resource for both Chicago. And Pacific Northwest information.
0: <laughs>
3: there you go, man. That's, that's it. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you could just live in a few other parts of the country for a little while, like I, I can. Mean, cla- I mean, me,
3: hey, man. If, if anyone wants, I'll, I'll, I've got a remote job. I can work in Arizona. I can go work in Florida. <laughs> I'll go anywhere. I'll go in. Please. Notice
1: me he only please. named warm. like nice warm warm, warm weather. <laughs> please, state. please, was
3: nice. yes. <laughs> You're like for I, the love
1: of God. <laughs>
3: today, today, it was 60 degrees in the afternoon. Yeah. It, it hailed it yeah. snowed oh. it rained and then it was 65 degrees all within two hours right wow that's <laughs> yeah. insane yeah that's I mean, chicago that's, the, the yeah. chicago spring so
1: well you get the lake effect too you're right oh there. yeah like, oh, Lake yeah. michigan right is there. is huge so i mean you get that i mean you, it's that's the same thing that happened in western new york this week they got six mm-hmm. inches of snow and the next day it was 70
3: degrees yeah mm-hmm. like it's, it's
2: gonna be 88 here tomorrow yeah you sure.
3: know what me trust <laughs> good <luck. laughs> Good luck. Got Good luck. I, I have the, the largest amount of fresh water in the United States right in my right next door. I'm fine. I'll I'll take okay. this weather.
1: Okay. What a brag.
3: <laughs> what do <laughs> you think? Got got we got deep dish pizza. We <laughs> got deep dish pizza and fresh water. So when the water wars happen, you yeah. come to me. <laughs> That's right.
1: Or know how to get on a boat. What do you know? How to rope, how to rope a steer? Oh man. So we also discovered that I, I was calling people steer farmers. I guess that's not a thing either. So
2: I looked it up and apparently there is a steer farmer. Like that is a thing like, but you don't call them that it's a rancher.
3: It's a rancher. I was gonna say yeah. it's like a, somebody's dealing with steers, it's a rancher. You can, you, rancher. Yeah. You
2: can yeah. like Google steer farmer and they'll tell you first of all, they'll they'll tell you what a steer is because they're yeah. like can't compute steer farmer, but there mm-hmm. is a definition for steer farm, but it's a rancher. I
1: knew it was a thing. I, I knew it must be that's like
3: saying, Hey, I'm a cock farmer, right? Yeah. I, I, I deal with I deal <laughs> in in male male chickens. I, I what are you right? dealing? with? <laughs> male chickens, I'm a cock <laughs> farmer, right? It's just like a <laughs> word for that. Yeah yes so no, i deal with cock i'm, a, I'm I deal with cock all I'm, day i'm a cock farmer yeah
1: i'm a bunghole farmer personally
3: <laughs> really
0: I'm, yeah I'm, like I'm, the
1: old like thing i, I try and find and, and uh, do stuff with the old barrels that they used for like aging like whiskeys and things mm-hmm. like that and, and like the that. farming
3: part why farmer yeah, it's because
1: because you need to care for it and, and take care of it and everything <laughs> so, you gotta gently massage Rub the hole the bunghole. <laughs> you gotta you gotta massage the hole okay. you gotta massage that bunghole make sure oh, that it's okay. nice and tight oh. but somewhat okay, this, loose
2: this <laughs> next urban legend is for you bj okay thank you uh it's the demon butcher of palos yeah. park oh, i thought um, you were gonna
1: say fleet street
2: no and that would have nin- really been for me in oh. the 1890s herman butcher mm. owned a sh- owned a shop and guess what he was a butcher uh, one day he gets this large beef debil- uh, delivery. His young apprentice is carrying it down the stairs. He loses his balance and falls, breaking his neck, and he dies. Jeez. The butcher finds him. So instead of calling the police like a normal person would do, mm. he chopped the boy up and sells the meat. for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, uh,
1: the boy and, meat.
3: Boy, boy meat. meat, man It's veal. Free oh, inventory. God.
2: So his huh. customers love the boy meat and he Bye. quickly runs out. So Herman Butcher starts killing hobos. And then when he runs out of hobos, he does the community children. He serves them up and eventually the community figures out what's going on with all the missing children and the parents eating their children. So this angry mob drags Herman out of his house. They butcher him, of course, decapitate Mm. him. They bury his body and his head in two different places. The head's in Indian Hill Cemetery. The body is buried in Oak Hill across the street with a giant tombstone that just reads butcher. So Hmm. it's, it is said that the body and the head want to like link up and get back together. And then once they do, he will go out and kill others.
1: So we've got to make sure that that never happens. That's
2: why they're in separate places. Right. So, uh, supposedly the actual place is now the plush horse ice cream parlor, but I think there's like some debate on that.
1: Mm -hmm. That
2: was the actual location, but mostly urban legend. I don't think there's...
3: I've spent some time in, in Palos Park and Palos Hills. Um, yeah. My wife's family is out the there. I, I, I've Have not you seen, seen the butcher? Tombstone? I've not seen the butcher tombstone. I've not seen all that. It's a lovely suburb. It's out by Midway. It's um, a lot of Polish people. A lot of they love Latino their sausage. people. They got a lot of sausage. I mean, I, trust me, I believe it. I believe that a bunch of Polish immigrants go into someone's business and, and decapitate them. I, I totally believe the story. Yeah, that's true.
1: It would have been more fitting if they did did all that and then they sold his meat to
3: everybody. Yes, why not? How do you like that? I mean, they
2: now, they're not, the whole community is like bloodthirsty now. They love the taste of human meat.
3: Right, and that's the thing. Then they're just looking for the next person to decapitate and turn them into sausage, right? They're
2: like, wait a minute. We shouldn't have killed the butcher. We should have mm-hmm. just lured outsiders here.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus God, it's like, an a twenty four movie waiting to happen. That's what yeah, right. You. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So that's wild. So
1: that 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 tombstone actually exists, though. Like there is a Apparently. tombstone there mm-hmm. that says butcher
3: on it. So How that's... convenient
2: that his last name is butcher and he's a butcher.
3: yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's nothing. I mean, I will tell you yeah. I, when when my younger son was born. Yeah, um, I googled his name. There was a Dennis Terrett who lived in Chicago 50 oh. years ago, and wow. it was terrifying to see that that tombstone. That so yeah. is you can go and there's that is
2: terrifying, and they see like,
3: oh, that's my son's name right there. Yikes.
2: I've never even heard the last name Terrett, so that's like yeah. really weird.
3: Right, it's very very weird. It's very very yeah. strange to say like, oh, not only this is the second ter- Dennis Dennis Terrett who's been here. Right. Yeah. in Chicago real.
2: in yeah. Chicago that in is Chicago. crazy that is yeah. really crazy actually
1: well, you've got some ancestors traveling around like Johnny exactly. Appleseed playing exactly. children mm-hmm. somewhere that's yes. what it is Just... that's weird <laughs> yeah I think all of us on this show right now all have unique interesting last names that you don't hear all the time yeah exactly. so, you know what I mean like I think mm-hmm. that's that's a cool
2: fact when my when my kids saw your name they're like ragoni and i said no ragone where did you get ragoni ragoni yeah they were they were like that's the most italian sounding last name i've ever heard
1: and then i said no (laughs) it's definitely not like i know so many more people with way more italian
3: sounding Spaghetti. yeah (laughs) you ever
1: heard of the prego
3: brothers (laughs) i don't know you know the mario brothers they're the most italian
1: yeah they've never heard of the mario brothers <laughs> my side note: There, my son has a kid in his class named Luigi, and as a huge Mario fan, he was like blown away. He his, was so his, excited. What is
2: wrong with that kid's parents? I
3: don't. Son I don't. Luigi, it's so yeah. silly. What's wrong with, Adolf, right? on, <laughs> wrong with somebody naming the kid Adolf? Right? Come on, don't do these. These are names we don't touch. Oh, how about you name,
2: just, name your you kid BJ? Who names their kid BJ?
3: Nobody I, names their kid BJ. I'm, no i was
1: named robert my mother yes. decided to, to go the route that because
2: she, she didn't know what the word bj meant
1: i don't mm-hmm. have any idea well i mean it's it's bj or it's i'm not dick, the first right? one Come on. i'm not the first one my brother's <laughs> name is actually richard so <laughs> oh there, you go. there you go. it could have yeah. been well could have been um but yeah i don't know um that is like really funny when he told me that his friend's name was Luigi because, like, he was just like, You are never going to believe this, dad. Yeah, someone's name is
3: Luigi. Yeah, well, like, it'd be better if his name was Waluigi, right? If could there was you a imagine? kid in Waluigi in his class, <laughs> and he
1: had like a mustache and everything, it would be even more hilarious. Oh, he just wears purple all the time. He's, so, he's
3: really misunderstood.
1: Yeah, that's true. He stands, his knees are out. It's so weird. I don't understand what's going on here well anyway so is that is that all of them mitra is there any more that you're diving um only we, we could talk about resurrection mary like oh when yeah we were, oh, okay. when we
2: were over there getting the pancakes at mm-hmm. kellen's house and we were yeah. talking with your wife that was no. the first thing she said. She's like, Oh, right. Resurrection Mary, you got to go to no. Resurrection Cemetery. Right. And we talked about it in another episode uh, when we were in Chicago yeah. that Mary was killed in a car accident on her way home from a dance hall. Yep. And so now she's one of those vanishing ladies where she gets in the car and then vanishes when she gets to the cemetery. So,
1: so, crazy. so I was
2: doing a little bit more research and I know we had said that her name was Mary Bergovi. Yes but I found that another person had done some research and there was a lot of stories and he believes the girl is Anna Norcos.
1: Oh, so it's not even close to the name Mm -hmm. that we thought it was. Well,
2: uh, I can't remember because I didn't write it down where she was from, but her middle, she would go by her middle name, which meant Mary.
1: Okay. So she was,
2: She was blonde and she was buried in a white dress. So everybody says when they see the girl that she's blonde, but Mary Bergovi, who died, she had uh, like short dark hair. So it doesn't really mm-hmm. match the description. So her father had taken her to the O. Henry dance hall for her 13th birthday. And they had a car accident on Archer Avenue right in front of Resurrection Cemetery at 1.30 a.m. on July 20th, 1927. And apparently that was a very dangerous Part of the road, like it wasn't good visibility, and a lot of car accidents happened right there, and a lot of people died. So, yeah. and a lot of people were named Mary. So, who knows who? Common, really name, was common there. name. Very yeah. very common. Yeah. yeah. So
3: that's interesting. I laughed because I hear O Henry, and for some stupid reason, <laughs> I think there's another dance hall that's called the O'Reilly Dance Hall, and then I heard the O'Reilly theme the song, the oh. jingle in my head, and I was like, that's not a good song to dance to. <laughs> and then I realized I wasn't listening when Mitra was saying so You're just off so on a tangent. When you say <laughs> like,
2: here, O. Henry, I think of that episode of Seinfeld, like the, oh, the, mm-hmm. the girl with the bra or whatever, the O. Yeah. Henry. Oh Henry, yeah. Too yeah, that's yeah. what I always think of.
1: You know, we um, went as far when we went to Resurrection Cemetery to go into the actual like office we and try to and records. we went to, to search for it because they said that there were so many people going there looking for Resurrection Mary that they moved her to an unmarked grave. And mm-hmm. like, we couldn't find like where her actual name was because that they, wasn't like, even, but
2: they don't even think that was her. And the story, right. something about the story that was told because of the groundskeeper or something, the story got just, I guess, misinterpreted changes or something. Everything. Yeah. Think yeah. Everything got changed around and they don't Now They don't think it's her.
1: You're forgetting no. the highlight of that whole, that whole trip to the cemetery was the end of that trip. When we got picked up by the Uber driver who was playing show tunes, and it was just <sighs> wonderful.
2: And vaping was, a chocolate mint. He
1: was. Why not? <laughs> he was. It was great. It was awesome. And I was like, "Wow, this is this is so much. This, this is great music to be listening to right now." Yeah. So. As I was choking on
3: chocolate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: Well, <laughs> now, I had
3: a good time. Now, Mitr and BJ. Now, now yeah. you haven't mentioned one of my favorite urban legends, oh. which oh. is the Chicago Mothman. Oh yes. Noticed. Oh yes. 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 Chicago Mothman is fantastic, and I have yeah. multiple friends in my – people I know personally who have okay. seen this winged winged humanoid yeah. flying around O'Hare, flying around parks. And I have seen very, very strange photos where you see something in the air that's not a drone. This is, this is like 2011 when I initially saw some photos of this. Yeah. It is absolutely wild that for a couple of years there was something in the summertime – that would fly around big red eyes. Now, again, this could have just been some prank, Chicago, yeah. known for pranks, but there was something very weird, especially around was it, O'Hare. Was
2: it near something tall that it could have jumped off of? Could have been like somebody like gliding off of something.
3: Um, the my my friend Jason, who is a big um urban legend and and cryptozoology fan, he he's a big Bigfoot fan. He swears that he was walking through a park in Logan Square. And he looked up because he heard something above him and he looked up and he saw something that was maybe 10 feet off the ground and he saw something fly, like a wing flap and big red eyes fly over him and then go over some of the the houses, right? So we're not talking like we're downtown and someone gliding off of something else. This is like, no, this is just something that's flying over. Could it have been an owl? Could have been. Jason's known to smoke some weed. That's what most of us said. <laughs> okay. We said, "I'm sure you saw whatever you, you needed to see." But again, yeah. he it, like this is the one of those things. Like the same way, I don't know if you guys have talked with a lot of UFO people who have seen UFOs, right? Yeah. When you're talking to someone, they're like, "I know what I
0: saw," right? Like they're yeah. like
3: so they believe it because they had this extremely strange experience, right? Yeah. And I think anybody who's had any sort of experience either with any any sort of cryptid anything like ufo any sort of ghost anything there is something unsettling about this experience that does make you believe the conviction is there you can you tell when someone is just like oh i saw something you're like no you don't believe that the people who are like scared to tell the story yeah. because it's it is like it has ruined their life that's i those are the people i believe you know yeah. right
1: yeah, cuz it's so terrifying that it, It's terrifying. It's, it's absolutely yeah. Terrifying. They don't want to bring it back up again because no. of the, what happened to them. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. Um we we've, we've talked to a few people that have had those experiences and things like that and it's something like that we say often on this show is if somebody says that they saw something like I mean, who are we to tell them, no, we, you you know, you haven't, you know, no. what do I know? I, I don't have no. no idea. You're the one who saw it, you know, and if you're making it up, you're the one who has to live with living with making up a lie and telling a bunch of people about it. So
3: yeah. I saw a rat with two dicks once and no one believes me. We we don't believe you. <laughs> we don't believe you.
2: <laughs> I don't even we, think I've seen rabbit. Uh, Penis before at all.
3: Well, you know what, mitra you need to expand your. Yeah. He said Why, not, are, you, why are you doing the research? Well, oh, did he? I,
2: what did I? You said rat.
3: A rat. I saw a rat. Oh, I thought dicks. you said a
2: rabbit. I thought
3: no, mitra, it, Mitra's it, no, just no, no.
1: telling us she's never seen rabbit penis before. I've said, come on, Mitra, We
3: know you're into that. So no, that. I no. saw a rat. You sure, it wasn't like a between the
2: like legs. No, this thing was real.
3: It was two dicks
2: again, and I haven't seen rat penis either now does it like does it go inside its body like like a cat or is it just always hanging out like a dog
3: mitra this is a whole nother episode i'm not giving the story away for free. i don't
1: <laughs> think we're all i don't think we're experts on animal physiology either to know that just wondering. So. I know. Sometimes
2: you can't tell with a cat if it's a boy or a girl because they have an innie, not an outie, like a dog. This (laughs) is very
3: weird.
1: This is is exactly what we've talked about with Bigfoot before on the show and why people haven't Mm -hmm. had sightings of his penis. Yeah,
2: see, Kellen, Mm -hmm. this is what I was asking BJ when people say they saw Bigfoot nobody yes. says they've seen his penis yes like you would think like if it's Bigfoot no I mean no, no. I thought the foot goes with penis size no no like, think, why about,
3: think not- about a gorilla right think about a gorilla right yeah. a gorilla yeah. you would assume gorilla's gonna have a massive fucking hog no gorilla compared to the rest of his body very tiny penis right it's yeah. the reason why King Kong you ever, you've never seen King Kong's balls yeah. or dick he walling around the. Around. no no you're not very very tiny very tiny.
1: He could right? whack the that's airplanes with that. get down. Helicoptering. Yes. <laughs> Machine gun fire. It's good. No. No. Oh, yeah. So anyway, that's how that shows. That's how this shows turned show <laughs> out. <Yeah. laughs> Chicago that's, urban that's legend
2: conversations with Kellen
1: coming up on Kellen. the next episode the urban legend about the rat yeah. with two penises yeah.
3: have you guys talked about H.H. Holmes in, in the murder house around White not. City? Yeah, no, it is great it, I, I think I H.H. Think Holmes is worth an entire episode it same thing with is. Gacy right like if you guys want to do an episode yeah. on Gacy I think it is totally worth it Gacy is a absolutely terrifying individual H.H. Oh, yeah. Holmes as well when you think yeah. about H.H. Yeah. Holmes of like the fact that he had the money to make this the home alone like this idea yeah. like oh there's there's a barbershop and a, you know a pharmacy. pharmacy and a restaurant and the rest of this and also all these intricate tubes and
2: it's just places. amazing that he could just get away with it and build yes. it slowly and nobody knows and
3: nobody knew and nobody knew anything about it yeah. because that was what's was going on at the time because the fire had yeah. happened it was yeah. all these things the There was Fair no was regulation mm-hmm. yeah you know people will forget about this i mean there was chicago before the fire had so many diseases we're talking like like tuberculosis all these weird sexually transmitted diseases that were also in the water like the fire was one of the best things that could have happened in chicago because they had to figure out how to keep people healthy but like th- that's why the columbia exhibit is so interesting because there's all these people who are coming here for work and just yeah. people vanish well also time.
2: because people would die back then and yeah. like they could be hit by a carriage or whatever right yeah. and be killed And it's not like you can just call somebody up and be like, so-and-so died, you know, they would have to uh, find out who the person is. And people would just go missing and they'd be far from home. They wouldn't hear from them for months. They would just think that's normal. They're far (laughs) away from home. And you never know that they went missing and they died.
3: Right, And most most of the time, the police and the government had other things to worry about. A really great thing, if you guys are interested in Chicago history, look at um, Streeterville. So this is happening right after the Columbia exhibit. So there's this guy who is a, he's a, a civil war, like general who, um, I don't know what, what is Streeter's last name? Excuse
0: me, look at that. Streeter? Yeah.
1: General Streeter? general paul schrader i'm just throwing names out there now (laughs) i have no idea what i'm talking about
3: um George Streeter. So okay. George Streeter, the way yeah. I know the story is he is a civil war general who is essentially uh dishonorably discharged, and he becomes a prophet and he says, I am going to establish a new world. He starts at the top of the Mississippi and yeah. he's planning to follow what's going on with the Creole people, and he's going to go all the way down the Mississippi. There's and he starts there, he tries going through Lake Michigan. This is before the river has been turned as well. So the river now goes down, but before before the Chicago River went into the lake. Sure. He crashes on the banks of the Chicago river and essentially all this trash is there and he says you know what people can dump their trash here i will take their trash and i'm going to form this town out of all this trash streeterville for years was a place that was right on the banks of the of lake michigan where people could dump their trash he had his own police he had his own fire people could come and do whatever they want they could could gamble and the mayor and streeter were fighting for years because he had essentially his own little city state that's where crazy. no one could mess with him at all and now streeterville is an actual neighbor here neighborhood here in chicago and it is one of the richest most affluent neighborhoods <laughs> it's right it's when, when I think about built street.
2: on trash built <laughs> on
3: trash built on absolute trash good people would just dump their trash there because the fire had just happened there was just nothing but debris and he's like yeah bring it all here i will take it and i will make homes out of it and i will do something that's so, crazy wild. that is wild. absolutely wild there's so many crazy stories about chicago's history that you find this out and you're like wait a second what yeah but like people forget that like buster keaton made most of his movies here as well mm-hmm. right people think about buster keaton they're like oh he must have been a hollywood it's like no chicago is where most of the silent film uh film they were made because yeah. it was easy and no one was in california because the hollywood had not been established yet
1: that's yeah. right uh, we would uh, also we have to mention about one of the other moments of chicago history uh which was when uh dave matthews band dumped their entire uh, tour bus full of poop on a uh, boat <sighs> on of a river course. Mm-hmm. yeah oh
3: my god yeah. Yeah. Uh, right you, on top you, right on top
1: yeah
2: that's not an urban legend that's real uh, that's,
3: that's, no it's real right. right. That's real. Yeah,
1: There's no urban legend there. No.
3: Crash into me, baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't, drink, don't drink the water. All those things. Yeah. Everyone says oh, that. Oh, gosh. That's yeah. perfect. I wish that's I perfect. could say that I made those jokes. No, if you do on a riverboat tour, you hear those jokes. That's, uh, what happens. that's yeah. their
1: go-tos. That's
2: the go-to, man. That's yeah,
3: the go-to. It's so terrible, but you know what? Terrible. It's music. That's what we're talking about. Is music. <laughs> music is so terrible, right? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry. Sorry to everybody who got poop dumped on them. <laughs> you know he he probably gave them free concert tickets and they were like i'd rather you dump the poop on me again dave
3: please come on don't make me go there
1: come on boyd tinsley's gonna ask for my socks it's gonna be weird like come on guys uh any eddie dave matthews band fans uh who understand that reference you're welcome for that jam (laughs) you are very welcome. So, um, well, this, this was a absolutely fun episode. Um, yeah. thank you for coming on and joining us, Kellen.
3: Anytime y'all. You're all dear friends of mine. Yes. And I'm happy to, to, to hang out with you both. How much am I getting paid for today, by the way? We oh, that. we're out same, of time. Same as us. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, but, uh, thank you for coming on. If you guys want to check out Kellen's work again, uh, it's streaming on Amazon prime, the Scarlet pirate and civil hoax. Uh, he is a famous actor and should be treated as such. Okay. So <laughs> famous? <laughs> super famous, <laughs> the most famous actor we know. Yes. Yeah, yes, definitely. So we're like, if we're doing like the degrees of Kevin Bacon. We're one degree away. We're zero degrees go. away from Kellen yeah. because we've met you. So oh. we know yeah. you
0: yeah. anyway.
1: Um, If you head over to the description of this show, you can get to all of our links so that you can uh, go follow the show over on our socials. You can check out the videos that we're posting up on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere that we've got content going up for you guys as well as where you can subscribe to the podcast. Important to note, we just surpassed 25,000 downloads. So thank you to everybody who's been listening to the show. Uh, Oh, you too we've only been doing it for a year and uh, to hit that number uh, in it, within a year is amazing to me. So um, it's, it's really nice. Thank you so, everyone. Yes. Thank you to everybody who's been listening. And again, if you want to win those Lou Malnati's pizzas, head over to our Instagram page. of Chicago has been gracious enough to give that to one lucky unrefined listener so go over enter the contest on instagram and uh you could be eating like a king and uh like kellen said lou malnati's is the best pizza in chicago so yeah i think go with that i had to say we've had both we had giordano's and lou malnati's i wouldn't turn down either one of them honestly like they're they're it's delicious you're never going to turn down pizza
2: pizza, pizza.
3: Now, now again if we're talking the best right yeah um, that's pequots Pequods makes the best but you can't get Pequods shipped to you if you're in alaska that's, or arizona right that's like true. that's the best deep dish but if, if i'm if i'm going with the big three it's yeah. gotta be loose
1: honestly it. i can't think of another place another service that ships unique food to you because this taste of chicago it's mm-hmm. not only luma pizza but you can get uh, italian beef from portillo portillo's, portillo's. You know, yeah, vienna yeah. beef hot dog sent to yeah, you yeah. garrett all popcorn stuff. all the signature things from chicago so you should go check them out as well people but love Ed,
3: their fucking popcorn here. i don't people get love it. popcorn people i got this and love... i had
1: i had a layover at midway got some nuts on clark
3: I oh, had to. That's on it. Clark. I had Jeez. to. Oh, gosh. I had to do it. I had to do it. Yeah. I Did You tried guys go to, to Nuts on Clark when you and, were and here? it was closed. No, they closed. were closed. <laughs> they were closed. Yeah, can yeah. you believe that? Yeah, I can. I can because it's yeah. nuts. It's because it's it's nuts. It's nuts. A, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's on Clark. It's so silly. It's very
1: silly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, and uh, we appreciate all of your listenership and everything. But on behalf of Mitra and myself, we will catch you on the next episode of Unrefined.